Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, Andy, excuse me, Alistair. Um, and I just wanted to say, I wanted to plug that we're doing the 400th episode of the Two in the Think Tank podcast live stream from Melbourne, Australia, uh, out of the stupid old studios, and it's going to be starting at 6 a.m., 6.30 maybe, probably 6 a.m., um, on the October 7th. I'm, I'm not sure at what point you stopped trusting me to do the openings, like the, you would, the plugs you would take a really long time, and also I appeared... <laughs> <laughs> You're slowing down this one, and you, I also appeared. No, but you, but you now. On you, you, the but I'm who still knew it in them, Matt But now Stewart you do podcast. the role of me. Hey, you no, now Andy, you, you you you, you have perform as me in the all intros. of the plugs. <laughs> I've also appeared on the Who Knew It with Matt Stewart podcast with Dave Warnicky and Kirsty Wiebeck, and it's a very fun episode. So thank you very mm. much, Alistair. Let's start the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome Hello, to welcome Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair, clearly going on this one alone. It's like we're not on the phone to get with each other, and Andy's just. <laughs> And he's just doing his own podcast. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you suggest that's what's happening? And he's but also, like, oh, Alistair, you know what? I'm, I'm just not sure. Speak over these plugs. Complain that I don't get to do the plugs. I, I'm not sure if there's is there is there something actually happening with the audio where the delay is off on the call that we're doing, and you're okay. unable to hear me or. Has our ability to communicate in an empathetic, empathetic fashion, in a normal, you know, yeah. back and forth, has that broken down on some more fundamental level? I'm asking: is the problem a digital one, or is yeah. it an emotional one that we're having? Well, I don't know, Andy. You tell me how you're feeling, and however you're feeling, that'll be the source of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's going on I in your I've little got, noggin, I'm, I reckon we found the problem. Yeah. You just tell me what 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 you want to label it. <laughs> Whatever your issue is, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> that's the problem. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's the total. That's the total. now before it's, the episode began. Yeah. Before the episode began, Alistair, we were talking about mahogany. Yeah, we were mahogany. talking about. You bet your ass, we Which were talking about sounds, mahogany. We're big mahogany guys. Yeah. Okay? We we love a a rich timber. Andy puts you know, mahog it. in mahogany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean slams it in the drawer. 
Mm, oh, wow. Okay, so it's not like a leather-bound desk that has been equipped with its own sort of mahogany genitalia of some kind. Um, right? Okay, it's wait. not a... Where um, would you put it? Desk. Where would you put it in the area where you're about to sit? Does it does it split where um, your legs go? You decides on either side where it goes, or is it something that is there for? Is it? It's not merely sort of um, like acting as a divider, as a sort of a leg bookend. I think. I think it would have to be. I, I don't think it could go immediately in the area where your legs go in the desk because I think that's too convenient. I think yeah. it would have to be at least slightly inaccessible to sort of so that there's a mm. bit of a barrier between you and the <laughs> the love making component of the desk. But I think <laughs> if you were to make a a desk uh, a, a desk that was sexually attractive, I think mahogany would be the thing to do it with. Mm. I think it's a beautiful wood. Now that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I mean a, f- a full a desk that is just for lovemaking with. You know. Okay. So like, you know, most a lot of desks they're they're for work. But what about the desk mm. for pleasure? Well, we've you know? already got sitting desks and we've already got standing desks. <laughs> but what about a lying down desk? That's right. That's what well, you're saying, right? Well, when, when I'm we not get saying lying down. Yes, it's a it's a oh, it's a desk well, it depends that you, on how you do it, I suppose. It's, doesn't it's it? a desk that you lie with in the same way in which you would lie with a woman. Mm. Mm. Man so. shall not lie with desk as he does with woman, for it is <laughs> mahogany. <laughs> Mahogable. Mahognable. Mahog. Maho- mahogany also it also is almost agony. It almost has the that word in there as well. As it is arboreal. <laughs> this is instead of abominable, right? That's what we're going for. Yeah. Arboreal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, table. Um, a mahogany table. For it is mahogany table. <laughs> Man may not lay with a leather bound desk as he would with a woman, for it is mahogany table. <laughs> a mahogany table. Mahoganit a bull. Now, mahoganit a bull. Is, is this a sketch? Uh, no, is okay. this in any way? Um, and after we've finished this sketch yeah. idea, because it is a sketch idea, I've just decided. Yeah, I'd like to t- discuss my idea for a new religion, but this idea might be too serious. But we'll see if we can find anything funny in it. Oh, okay. What about a religion? You know, ready a, to lo- move on? a lot of religions. Is it? Wait, am I writing down the pleasure desk? What? How am I writing this down? The fucking desk. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of pressure on you there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's see. I think. I think the idea of um somebody who falls in love with a desk okay mm. um possibly a a laying down desk they 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 get they go to a, a desk maker who makes them such a beautiful desk um they then get them to make a version which has no legs that you can lay with in a bed right it has no legs but then a disabled desk the religious <laughs> the re- or it's, it's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's I guess just a it's plank a desk. of wood <laughs> 
No, but no, I apologize. I, I don't know why I said no legs. I think it has to have legs, but the legs have to be long and go out horizontally. The legs go horizontally, right? Sure. And it is a desk for that lies down next to you. Okay. Could you have could you have a desk it's, that's a desk spread roughly eagle. in the same proportions as a human? <laughs> a desk, but the desktop is on the ground upside down, yeah, and its okay. legs are spread yeah, right, in a in a kind of V thing like that, and it's inviting you in. One of the other legs is doing yeah. a come hither motion. Yeah, great. Oh, I just want to pull down your drawers. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, because you know how the, the drawers, the mm. drawers, <laughs> you know how the drawers are often on just on one side. Now, mm. would the, would you put that? Would that be the side that you would? Would you consider that the top? You know, let's say if the if the desk was upside down and spread eagle. Mm. Right? Yeah. Would, okay. would you want? Would you want the desks down there? As in, there's a, there's a. You know, there's like a kind of an empty area, I guess, in which things could be put in. Or would you yes. consider the drawer area the head of the desk and the place where you would go and put your face and kiss? <laughs> yeah, I think you while you kiss, rub your crotch you on bit. the on the underside of the regular, you know, just the the sort of the flat area yeah. of the desk. You know, where there's all the yeah, chewed up gum that mm. people have stuck I, underneath and stuff like that. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think the desk is upside down. I think it's just on its back. Right? Or on the you know, if you were having a one on one meeting, yeah. it's resting on the side that the person you're meeting with would be sitting at. Right? It's your desk and they're sitting on the other side there. That's that now it tips over ninety degrees so that it's lying there. And its legs are spread out from that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I was picturing I think it we're laying gonna it need on to its do side. Some drawings. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do some. Mm. Um. Sure. I think now, we'll have to get. Mm. But you know, yeah. there's also the interesting thing about having um sort of chewed gum stuck underneath, is that is mm. kind of like if you get enough of it, that is not that dissimilar oh, yes. from a kind of sex toy or like a. You know, like a sexual organ mm. for a desk. If sure. you, let's say, if you sure. even just, like, obviously I would never have sex with a school desk. I would, you know, I'd get a much more mature desk. But <laughs> if you were to collect all of the <laughs> chewing gum from underneath a school desk and and yep. bunch it together, you would probably almost get mm. enough for one full genital. Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. I think what you're looking for... <laughs> Is that's how you know a desk is old enough? Is that once it makes a sort of adult-sized sure. genital from all the chewing gum that's been stuck underneath it? That's when <laughs> that's considered sexual maturity for a desk. Sexual maturity. Yeah, mm. I think legally, anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. You'd you'd yeah. want to have right. at least thought about this from a legal standpoint, if ever. Yeah, you know, it comes out in the in the news that. You've been caught with a desk, which was built for this, by the way. But, you know, some conservative mm. newspapers have no problem throwing dirt on people no matter what they do in their in their uh, private life. Well, I mean, but then once you get into the question of whether... I think we've talked about this before, but if we suggest that the desk has been built for this, I worry that that removes the desk's ability to consent, right? I think the desk has to have um, 
chosen to do this of its own desky volition. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you feel if you feel like you almost would need enough uh, chewed up chewing gum to also make a brain. <laughs> make and, a brain. I think so. Because <laughs> I think again, if you squished all that chewing gum together, I think that would that would start to l- at least look like a brain. Yeah. And then maybe in some way be capable of of rational thought. Yeah. So. So you would. So you're saying like it. You can't have sex with a a wooden object unless you get consent. Um, <laughs> maybe you just have to have one of those ones where you just have to make sure there's enough rings on the wood. Where you have to what? You have to ma- just make sure there's enough rings on the wood. You know. Ah, very good. Yes, count the rings. Um, um, anyway, um, you were talking about a religion before, but now before you were going to say yeah. your idea, but I'm mm. just reminding you of your idea so that it remains fresh in your mind. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm going to take yeah. you away from it. Now, we, we've had religions Good. for the mind, right? To put the mind at ease, to give comfort to the mind. But what about a religion for the body? Oh. You know? Hello. like Okay. There's no church um, for the body. I mean... Is that a gym? Is that what a gym is? Is that what a sort of a yoga, yoga lattes is? I don't know. Is? I don't know. Yeah. I guess, well, what does, I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, I guess a, when I think about it, I suppose a warm bath could kind of almost be a, a church for, for a gym, uh, for the, the body. Mm. But like, mm. what are you, wh- were you going mm. there? What do you go there? You go there t- for a higher power that you can envisage with your mind. That's what you do with a chur- church. So what about something that you can feel with your body that feels like a higher power? Um, electricity? Yeah, I um, guess it's like getting uh, shot or by vi- a taser. Powerful vibrations being <laughs> shot by a laser, obviously. Mm, yes. Shot by a laser, um, yes. Uh, uh, a full body, yeah, tasing. Uh, you know, get getting struck mm. by lightning? Oh, that would be a... That would be the cl- closest mm. thing, I suppose. All right, you know what? Let's skip this idea because it's not really bringing anything. <laughs> but let's keep no, it in the back it's, of our it's mind. No, it's one of those ones where, like, it's a it's 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 a great prompt, but it's so abstract. Yeah. Right. As to, you know, we're trying to use our. our I'm sure our bodies. If our bodies could do a podcast, mm. right? I'm sure they'd be able to answer this very well. But well, we don't I'm, really know what it's like to be a body. We only know yeah. what it's like to be a brain in a yeah. body. Well, I mean, but I if the body had its own brain, then <laughs> that would be well, that would be really be something. Well, what I do know from <laughs> what church, about this? It's a brain for your body. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I what I do <laughs> now? There's the there's the mind body duality. But what if the body had its own mm. mind? <laughs> That it would be the mind mind duality. I mean, maybe that's what the sort of the the hind brain is, right? The that bit at the bottom of the brain stem. Maybe that's that's sort of what the what the that is the body's brain, right? Yeah. And it does the so you're right. you know, it does the breathing and the releasing of hormones. Yeah. And, and we the, just consider that to be part of the sort of... we consider that to just be part of the body. 
So well, look, we should. You maybe. dreamed. Yes. You dreamed for a, a a mind for the brain. I mean, a brain for the body, and then you got one immediately, Andy. I got one. Great. I mean, that is that is, God is manifestation great. in uh, mm. in practice. Um, but I just wanted to go back. Sorry, just just you know, I know I know we we think that this is a very fruitful area, the 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 church mm. for the body. But I, I thought of another mm. way to approach it is that when you go to church. Right, you get the God ideas for your brain, right? But then mm. you get a little biscuit for your body, you know, <laughs> and a sip of wine for your <laughs> a body. A little treat. So now for this the would body be something for coming along. Where there's like a God, there's like a God for your body. Again, very difficult to envisage, but there'd mm. be then somebody who would also say to your brain, they just go, "Biscuit, little drink." <laughs> You see, because then you're getting a, br- a biscuit <laughs> and a little drink for your mind. Yeah, okay, but I want—I worry, Alistair, yeah. that, uh, or I feel that the um, the 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 words "biscuit" and "little drink" mm. right don't deliver satisfaction to the brain in the same way that the reality of a biscuit and a little drink delivers <laughs> uh, uh, of of those delivers satisfaction to the body. I don't know that from I the mean, point of view of I mean the, brain, the satisfaction just really saying the word biscuit. Andy, Andy, mm. the satisfaction really occurs in the brain, I would say. Of the of, of the the body Yeah, the, of the body's the, biscuit the, and little the drink. Wine. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so I think you know how sometimes when you think something, <clears throat> your body responds mm. as if like it's got it, you know, like sort of like if you're yeah. You're having a dream and yes. you think you're in the desert. I understand that, but that doesn't apply to biscuits and little, little biscuits. The word little biscuit. biscuit. <laughs> the word biscuit, Alistair, does not yeah. manifest any of the same sensations as actually having a biscuit when said <laughs> to the brain. Right. Okay. So so are you that, I, I mean you blocking, I, I could be wrong. Are you I could blocking be wrong. My idea. Maybe. <laughs> Ar- Arnott's, the Arnott's Biscuit Company could release a family assortment that is just a mini disc where somebody says the <laughs> names of all the biscuits and you oh, you, you put good. it into your mini disc player and then yeah. you all gather around and take it in turns to listen to all of those up to seven or eight times depending That's on right. what the... The, the biscuit word is that you're listening to. Of course, everybody's mm. going to want to listen to the words Monte Carlo over and over again, but soon those will be gone and you will only yeah. have the word nice or but then teddy bear after, to listen to. But then to. after that, it will be... Uh, then uh, After those are all been listened to, then after that, mm. it will be uh, um, uh, sewing needles, um, thumbelina, like a... You know, what's that thing? Thumb, thim, thim, thimble. Um... I- you know, <laughs> thread. Why? Because that's what Why you put. That's what you put. Now... That's what you put in a biscuit tin after you've eaten all the biscuits. Little bits of, of ribbon. Of course, else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you record. You can record those words onto the mini disc. Yes. Um, yes. After you've after you've finished listening to all of the um, all, all of the biscuit the types. biscuit wor- names. Biscuits for your mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a biscuit tin for your mind. Oh, I'm writing this down. <laughs> Finally. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, that I guess that's what an, a, an album is. 
you know, an album of music. That's right. Is yeah, a biscuit tin for your mind. Well, that's right. You know, when, when they go, Oh, I know what it's like to lose somebody. <laughs> like that. And it's sad <laughs> when the days are long and slow and painful. Like that. You know, your body, you're not actually getting to experience that, but then you, 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 you connect it with the memories of the ones that you've already had, and then your body is kind of attached to those memories and those mm. sensations, mm. and so then it kind of does give them to you a little bit. Yeah. So you are yeah, right. Yeah, no, you're completely right. I think it would be good if, much like a um, an album, mm. no, much like a, a, a tin of biscuits, you could only listen to the songs on an album a certain number of times, mm. right? Yeah. Mean, but, but it's not going to it's not going to line up exactly. What it is going to be, right, is that you can only listen to a song, say eight times in your life, right? Yeah. Okay. So after that, if you want to experience the song again, you just have to get somebody to describe it to you. Somebody who hasn't used up all their turns listening to it, they can listen to it. I hate this idea. I'm changing. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> This feels like something that you would you would write a full like three hundred page novel about <laughs> and you'd be <laughs> and you'd be in like three pages in reading it out and I'd be like mm. God this is gonna be a long listen <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's actually really well written. Yeah, but you're like, oh my god, forget it, forget it. Um, <laughs> all right, tell all me right, your, your religion idea, Andy. Is, I'm sure it's this is my religion. Good luck, good luck if it's to, for it to be as good as um. By the way, religion for by the body. The way, in the, I picture that in the church for the body. Yeah. You go and you lie down on the floor, and there are big rollers that come down from the roof. Yeah. And sort of roll up and down your body. That oh, so for me feels like one like of those the car washes. Of attending church. Mm, they're not no, not those whippery kind of things. They're like um, a sort of a, a pad. They're padded. They're yeah. about um, thirty centimeters in diameter. Okay, but they've got a hard center, and they sort of roll up and down. Everybody lies next to each other, and they roll up and down across. This, your, make, this is so interesting that for the for the guy who doesn't allegedly doesn't believe in massage it's like your idea of mm. heaven <laughs> is to actually <laughs> well, get a massage I don't, I don't believe in no i didn't say it's heaven i don't believe in religion either and that's yep. why i'm able to put oh, those two things good. they seem roughly that's right. equivalent to me yeah i think that would be good actually yeah so it's just like Thank a place you. where they where they just they touch your body and make you feel nice mm. is it a sex party what? What about a um, a a gym, right? But that also has confession, has a little confession booth where you can <laughs> go in and confess all the unhealthy things you've done for your body. Mm. I mean, this probably almost already exists, but you know, you go, but you can do it anonymously, yeah. and you can. Oh, it'd be good actually if if the equivalent of being forgiven by God. Yeah. You can go in and if you confess to all the bad things you've done to your body, yeah. then you can have 
that amount of fat sucked out of you. So it is like you are forgiven. Right? <laughs> yeah. So you go and you tell your personal trainer through a little grate all the all the biscuits and stuff and the, all the beers you've had. And then he says, all right, um, lie down on this table. And then they suction it out of your... <laughs> so it's going to be a, a personal trainer doing liposuction on you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like that. Does he get into your arteries and sort of clear some of the plaque out from inside of them? Um, no, I don't no, think so. Sorry, no. no. So the lasting, probably the lasting damage is do- still done to the to yeah. the body in some way. It's very superficial. Yeah, great. What about um, the loose skin? Do they do they tighten that up? No, they don't do any. They don't no. do that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is my religion. It's called, um, and it might already exist, but this I've decided that to maybe to help save the world, we need to have um, environmentalism involved in religion. Mm. So is there already a church of like Jesus Christ, the environmentalist? I don't right? know, Andy. Green Jesus? Green. I think there should be. I think someone should go through the Bible yeah. and... Mm, find anything that could be interpreted as even vaguely environmentally friendly as a message and then, you know, turn that into the the basis of their religion. Because we know we know there's one thing about religion is that you can just sort of go through and, and pick and choose what you like at a thing and then get really obsessed with that. Well, why can't we get all these fucking loonies really obsessed. Now, me saying this now on the podcast is going to undermine my ability to do this <laughs> as a religious leader. <laughs> I realise that. <laughs> but, you know, apparently L. Ron Hubbard said that if you really wanted to get rich, you should start a religion. And that hasn't, yeah. you know, held him back. No, it doesn't so seem I'm like saying, it. Yeah, you, yeah. You need I mean, to, his religion uh, also, I guess... Tr- a t- a t- says that it's somehow helping them become richer as well. So you you might have to get get it. It depends on. I'm not sure. Can it be like a religion where you don't help people get rich? Would that would that help you get rich? Do you think still? I guess you got to promise um, something. That's the problem, Andy, with hooking up people to your religion. What are you promising yes. them? Yeah, you think they need to get something in return? Well, I mean, but with so my like, with my religion with my environmental one yeah then I, I, well i know that what they're really gonna get is is the the the, the hope of a of a saved planet that doesn't turn into hell yeah. itself right yeah but exactly they can get that now and they're not doing anything about it and so i don't i don't know how like i mean the other religions are promising eternal life and mm. Mm. And well, I know. have no problem with r- promising that as well. Okay, okay. maybe, but yeah. but only for people who are you know who die carbon neutral. Yeah, right. You know? I would. Yeah, like, I would like want like people at the, to die. at the end. You know how that god in um, uh, in the in Egyptian religion he weighs your heart against a a feather, and if your heart is lighter than a feather, then you can enter. No, that seems very unlikely. You'd have to be very dehydrated. (laughs) But in my one, it's going to be that, but instead of your heart, it's your carbon footprint. Yeah. And if your carbon footprint weighs less than a feather, 
then you can um, you can be admitted through the gates of, uh, <laughs> of heaven. And in heaven, yeah, you can burn as much coal as you like. And that's so how the great thing. Oh, that's so we the have beautiful that promise. Thing. You, when you get to yeah. the to the pearly gates, um, see now mm. now you're promising them something. You get Saint Peter, um, and except he'll be called Saint Pewter. Um, I suppose. Yep. Um, he hands you a shovel, and there's piles of coal yeah. as high as the eye I can see. Oh. And there's just a burning furnace there, there and there are no lines. <laughs> you can just walk up. There's no, there's no cues for the coal in heaven. No. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> um, see, I think that's that's starting to get closer to a sketch idea. Mm. You know, because it's like it's a green religion, but then the, they promise you that you can burn and destroy the planet in mm. in heaven. Because it's because um, I guess there's no planet really. To, it's like an eternal planet. Yeah, that, that never. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and you know that's the that's the real joy. I mean, that's what we've got to deny ourselves in this yeah. life, so that's that right. we can save ourselves for the true bliss of the. Fossil fuel afterlife. Eternal life um, of burning f- fossil fuels. Mm. We've just got to make a small the, sacrifice the, here. All the angels are very sooty. And <laughs> the clouds are sort of quite smog-like The in heaven. Mm, that's right. Um, and the tables, I mean the desks, are spread eagle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, spread eagle spread eagle what's the eagle doing there I don't remember eagles laying down like that (laughs) no (laughs) no indeed if somebody was spread eagle actually on top of you that would be closer to how an eagle does it yeah well I mean spread eagles I guess they're gripping your back with their feet Right? That doesn't sort of sound punched, spread. Flapping their arms wildly. That sounds, that's clenched eagle. Ah, oh, clenched eagle. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it was there. Straight Clench eagle. Eagled. <laughs> Legs together eagle. Mm. <laughs> eagle. <laughs> eagle. Still in the, in the tub. Yeah. Wings by side eagle. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think because I think, Andy, what, what, you, what we've tapped on there with the religion thing is that, you know, they're, they're always kind of going, look, killing and stuff like that. I know it sounds stealing coveting your wife's ox i know it all seems so tempting yes mm. yes 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 we hear you but you got to make a small sacrifice on earth and then later mm. on in heaven 
Maybe yeah. you could kill. We're not sure. <laughs> Imagine that, though. Maybe you can. I wonder mm. if you can kill in heaven. If it's, it's just, just like, it is just free for all. It's just a battle royale, all, like great. one of those games it's where you just you regenerate every time you die, and you just get a you get a kill count. And yeah. It's just a it's and just a yeah, full you, hunt. Yes, you respawn. Mm. Different part of heaven. Mm. Like that, and then sometimes you're yeah, fighting. I, don't know. I mean, maybe gra- as people's tastes change, what people actually you know, because once upon a time, right? Yeah. The, the thing that people I imagine. Um, dreamed of the most was sort of things not being filthy, things not being full of disease, uh, people um, being yeah. kind and that sort of thing. But yeah, now yeah, yeah. people's tastes have changed. People, when they imagine pure bliss, probably do imagine being able to play Battle Royale video games and that kind of thing. That's right. That's right. And so um, heaven has to but keep in up. in real life. Heaven has to keep up with the the images that if people have in their minds of what bliss is. Exactly. Even the concept you know, of bliss oh, expands. Drinking, drinking nectar and listening to harp music on a cloud. Yeah. That was all very well, but now we have laser tag, and That's we know right. that there are higher forms of bliss. Exactly. And some of them just involve camping out in a corner and shooting people with lasers <laughs> um, as they walk past. Imagine. Paintball. Yep. Well, we haven't done that yet. Uh, laser but, you tag. Know, that's just the kind of things that we could be doing because we live that urban mm. lifestyle. Isn't it crazy that... You know, sm- uh, once upon... Yeah. When people say that whenever uh, a new form of media is discovered... That's right. It's always used for um, sexual things, mm. first of all, right? The pornography yep. industry, right? But... Do you think that for every new form of projectile that is yep. discovered, it is a first seized upon by the team-building game experience <laughs> um, uh, shooting uh, range industry? Of course. So yeah, if somebody yeah. were to discover... So we've, we've got the laser, right? Aha! We can use this to sh- shoot at each other and bring people closer together through adversity and have fun on right. a work getaway. So that's first of all, don't do that. I mean, of course, Same it, with little it, globules of paint. Yeah, <laughs> and of course the catapult, where they went on a on mm. a business catapulting <laughs> adventure, where they would launch <laughs> the HR manager into a river, launch catapults at each other. God, I would love to be huge flaming balls of sulfur. You still uh, there, Andy? At your um, at your colleagues has disappeared. Uh, Oh no! no. Here we go, Alistair. Andy, you're back. I can't believe it. You're back. Oh, we're back. Yes, it's like I was never gone. I was I I like I your catapulting idea, your team bol- building catapulting idea, well, but I think they should think be launching huge flaming balls of sulfur at each other, <laughs> or um, maybe flaming tipping balls of boiling paint. oil on each other, f- tipping boiling oil on each other tipping from the top boiling of boiling paint on each other, building <laughs> boiling paint. Sorry, of course, it's all paint. Huge just... flaming balls of paint. Yes, um, I think they but... should be. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's another fucked up 
um, murdering type thing that you could do with paint. Uh, I think um, they oh, should be paint a uh, mustard uh, coloured paint gas. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should be hol- holding one another's heads down in a trough of paint until they suffocate and die. Um, I think that's very good, Andy. Oh, what about a paint, a paint boarding. torture It's like waterboarding, chamber. but with paint. Exactly. <laughs> oh, att- attaching two electrodes of paint to your testicles. <laughs> <laughs> to their genitals. Yes. And it's just what they're really doing. It's mm. just they make it feel like it's an electrical uh, like zap, but what they're doing is just sort of... <laughs> Shooting very high pressure beams of paint at your testicles, like that. Mm. You go like that. <laughs> Do you think a good slogan for a paintballing um, mm. arena would be yeah. "No paint, no gaint"? What's gaint? No, no pain, no gain. No, oh, yeah, paint, no paint, no, no gain. No gain. No gaint. Yeah. Gaint. Yeah, I think that's. Is the gaint? Ex- does the gaint already exist as a um, a part of the human body? Oh, it's got to be. Maybe I mean, it's the, taint, the bit no that paint, no joins taint. your. There's giant. But I think the gaint then must be the bit that joins your gut to your uh, to your genitals. So I guess what other people might call the snail trail yeah. goes the, the gaint. Yeah. Runs from the belly button down to the front genital. Oh, of course, because it's in between the the front genital and the gunt. That's right. And I'm um I'm yeah? patenting that word. Okay, great. So That's a good idea. I think it's yeah. going to catch on, and no, I want to get money every time. Someone no uses piano, it. no guiano. <laughs> is that a is that the slogan for a piano place? <laughs> Pianatorium? And maybe it's run by Giano or something like that. Giano? Oh, really um, good. Yeah. And he doesn't let you sign up unless you have your own piano <laughs> because he doesn't have one. Giano, the piano teacher, doesn't actually have a Giano. So you've got to bring your own <laughs> one in every time. <laughs> You, piano, you sure that's, you don't want to no, get a piano? That's a Because this is a big hassle for sketch. all. <laughs> it's a guy who doesn't come to your house. He doesn't have a piano, but he also doesn't come to your house to give you lessons. You got to go to his house and bring your own piano, and so you got to hire a piano mover every you, time. Giano's you know piano lessons, BYO piano, Giano's piano lessons. B Y O piano. <laughs> Great. So, you know, that's a just what you should just you should just put that into a a local newspaper. You know, if there's just like a a small town newspaper, I think it would just be a good ad to see pop up. Just a bit of levity. Yes, I think so. I think that would be really for nice for those yeah. who are looking for it. Um, mm. I think it, Andy. I think that would be a a, a a quite a generous gift to the world. You know, yeah. to anybody still reading newspapers of... and their and mm. their uh, especially their classifieds. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they called classifieds? Eh? Doesn't classified normally imply that it's only 
Some people are allowed to read them, mm. right? This is classified. But but it's the exact opposite with newspaper classifieds. That's true. Oh, Maybe so it's in the newspaper. Trump could try and argue in that's right. the Oh, don't uh, give it away, Andy. He will use this. Documents. <laughs> yes. I mean, I guess it's classified probably means that it gets arranged in some kind of class. Um, uh, and so maybe they're just arranging it into a class where everybody can see it. Got it. But but I think Andy, what I'm suggesting is this is classified, as in I thought you meant this was in the newspaper, and therefore everybody's already seen it. This is top. Great this legal is argument. Classified top secret. It's the top secret, as in the. Least secret, <coughs> assuming that the top. Yes. It goes from least secret <laughs> to most secret. You see? And the top well, secret the is top the thing that the most people know. It's the one that's on the top of the pile of secrets, so that's everybody right. can see it. That's right. Up there on the, on the top of the pile. Alice, I think that of the ideas that we've come up with so far, the yeah. one about the entire um, sort of suite of paint based. Uh, War atrocities mm. is um, is the best one. Yeah, the most promising, and I think it uh, it is um, exciting. It's an idea. I mean, yeah. I mean, also, I think Giano's piano lessons, BYO pianos, <laughs> is not too bad. And of course, sure. and of course, the <laughs> spread eagle desk, Andy. Andy, <laughs> of course. Um, Do you no. think that there should be a a sort of a paint? War Crimes Tribunal at The Hague. Mm. Yes. Um, now, would the people who run the tribunal, would they be paintings or painters? Mm. <laughs> uh, I think they or would paint. probably be paintings of painters, ideally. Okay. and But they talk. I don't have an answer. Okay. I don't have an answer to the question. But I do like a Hague, paint Hague. Thank you. Um, isn't that funny that there's a whole town called the Hague? Mm. It's like it's like it the um, it's a little bit like uh, you know the Shermanator. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> imagine if imagine if you lived in a town where the you're you're like the main business in the town was your war crimes tribunal. Yeah. You know, and go, yeah, and people, then people, and they're people are like, "Oh, yeah, we're a mining town. Oh, we're yeah. a, we're a university town. Oh, we're a war crimes tribunal town. Yeah, international and, criminal court. And oh, have you heard? They're thinking about shutting down the international <laughs> criminal court. <laughs> you know, <gasps> but that employs most people in town. It will ruin the city. <laughs> well, apparently." People just aren't committing just international war crimes as much. People just aren't buying, um, buying tickets to... Mm. Um, and the then people the people who used to be lawyers in the war crimes tribunal, I think we might be confusing two different things, but anyway, they have to do a full Monty-style um, striptease in to order to raise money. <laughs> All the judges, like all the the judges yeah. on the panel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think this is such the a chief great justices. I think that this is such a great movie. 
it plays on the idea of like the small town kind of all those dumb this is like you know this is like not another scary movie or like not another teen movie or whatever mm. they're, all, they're those those mm. things are all but yep. it's the small town boring british movies yeah you know where but somebody are, wins the lottery it's a sort of a working class town yeah. you still have all of those yeah. things of people you know hard living hard drinking gruff men but they're all just chief justices of the yeah. international criminal court yeah Guy going off to work every day, telling his wife he's still a chief justice of the International Criminal Court, but really he lost his job a long time ago in a redundancy, and he's just sitting in a park eating his sandwiches. He can't bring it to to anyway. I'm just now repeating the plot of the Full Monty. All right. Well, don't worry. I've forgotten it. Um, more crimes um, court, and we call it. The full bench of the International Criminal Court, Monty. <laughs> Monty's the name, um, the name of the main character, and he, we show an empty plate next to him, and that way, <laughs> <laughs> it still works. It still works. You see, it'll have a little badge, little name tag, like the judges do, that says Monty on it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Monty. Mm. International Criminal Court Judge. All um, right. Oh, did you hear the closing down <coughs> the International Criminal Court? <gasps> what? And then they have to <laughs> sell a calendar to raise funds to keep it open. And maybe even exactly. somebody has to go and c- commit some war crimes, international war crimes. Oh, that'd be or, nice. like fund fund a terrorist body. What do you think? Have you yeah. started yeah. thinking yeah, about no, something Yeah, maybe else? that's what gone? they're raising money to do. You gone, Andy? Are you gone? No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, Andy, do you no, want, how, I, how about I we go to three words from a listener? I'd love that. Um, well, Andy, today I'm I'm actually going straight to the top of the pile for this set of words, and I apologize to anybody who's not on top of the pile. Oh, top secret. But we had a, we got a few. Um, a few big time player um Patreon supporters added recently. Uh but somebody was very quick to get their to get their words in. Um Wow. And this was uh Express. Em- Emily Aubrey. Emily Emily Aubrey? <laughs> Emily Aubrey for at least strawberry. Um Yeah. And so uh Emily has sent in Three words from a listener, which I believe is Emily. Although they haven't made that clear whether or not the words were from mm. Emily. They didn't say which listener. Um, but they've sent them through. Emily has. So, Thank Andy, you, Emily. Andy, would you... <laughs> Andy, what is happening? Are you fading? No, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm here. I, I wonder if the, the delay on our voices is getting a bit more severe or something, and I'm finding it hard to jump in at the right time, and I'm not sure if you're no, healing but I mean, me. And sometimes when, when, when I ask you if you're fine... I think how your you... words of yours are disappearing, and uh, it's just throwing me off slightly, my rhythm. Alistair, yeah, that's okay. Rhythm. That's okay. But, but I'm, okay. I'm here, and my res- heart is in it. Well, that's it. That's good. All right. Well, do you want to start guessing what some of the words are? Maybe okay. the first one. The first, the first word is glandular. 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 God, yeah. that's close, Andy. That's really close. 
Sensory. <laughs> wow, that is close. Okay, sensory. Ah, second word is deprivation. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> you could not be further is it away. Abundance. Sensory it's, it's, abundance. It's, it's sort of abundance. You're closer with abundance. It's what? You're closer with abundance. It's moisture. Okay. Yeah. What is it? Moisture. Sensory moisture. Yeah. <sighs> Sensory moisture. Mm. Uncle? God, that's a good guess, Andy. It's very close to uncle. It's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> sensory moisture nightmare yeah which i wow. which i think is interchangeable with uncle so i used to have a recurring nightmare yeah um have i i might have already mentioned this on the podcast but if i did it was yeah. a very very long time ago um uh, a, a, a nightmare in which um, everything I was I was in a completely white world, right? I was like hovering in an infinite white void, and then the void began to fracture, okay, yeah. into chunks, into like glass-like chunks, yeah. and then it turned into grit all around me, and I just had this dream of the texture of this grit just mm. felted on my body, and it was a really horrible feeling, okay. Yeah. I didn't change my sheets much as a child. This may be related. <laughs> but I'd never felt that feeling in real life. I'm, I'm sure I've said this before, but I never felt it in real life until one day I was in a ceramics class. And when you're turning ceramics on a pottery wheel, yeah. you dip your hands into warm water usually and then put them on the on the clay, the spinning clay, yeah. and, uh, and, and, and shape it in that way. But one day, I couldn't be bothered waiting for hot water. I used cold water. And when I put my hands in the cold water and put my hands on the clay, it was the exact same texture as in my recurring nightmare. Wow. So I, I had this sort of prophetic dream about I predicted a, a future texture. So I might have a kind of... I might be a psychic, but only for textures. Oh, you have four touches. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can. F <laughs> I am able <laughs> to four to touch feel different textures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and a and sort I... of a, a slippery shag pile kind of a thing. <laughs> um, it's, it's at some point like, it's in the like... future. It's like carpet, but with like soggy cereal that's dried on it. <laughs> did you did you hear about this guy? Every texture he's dreamed has come true. <laughs> um, it'd be great if you could be one of these people in the little tent, you know, at a market or something like that, mm. and you and yeah. you're kind of you know you're dressed up like uh, you know Arabian Nights kind of thing. Yeah, sure, and it sure. is you. I love and to do is... that anyway. Yeah. And people come in and then you tell them about textures that will enter their life. Right? Mm. That you can because you've got the four touch. Right? And yeah. um you've got a like you've got a like a <laughs> you've got a crystal carpet. Right? And you <laughs> it's just a clear <laughs> right. carpet. Right? And you run your fingers along it. Yeah. Like that. And then yeah. 
you can foresee foresee uh, foretouch a texture that the, will come mm. into their life and then with your fingers you sort of recreate it on their hand right i think i probably just have to describe it to them maybe but i think right? the idea i think i think for this to work as a sketch i think it has to be something that i will describe it'll feel like otherwise this. there's no nothing for the audience to andy. get a hold of andy. where do they come into the story andy <laughs> maybe they don't I know, but but they're gonna see you slapping their hand and like dipping your hand in like you know in like a bucket of mud you got next to it, and you're going like <laughs> you're whipping it up and down. I don't know what you're doing. You got marshmallows and things like that. Maybe you. Honestly, <sighs> that doesn't make any sense. I am describing the texture. I insist on describing verbally the texture. I think that's where a lot of the comedy could come from as well. Yeah, but I, I also think good. that we should explore the idea of a kind of comedy that is entirely texture-based. <laughs> but entirely I think, texture-based comedy. I think somebody we trying to recreate <laughs> somebody trying to recreate a texture using their own mm. hand I think is mm. interesting. But I, I know you're not ready for that level of, uh, of physical comedy yet. But, Andy, there will be some visual gags in there. <laughs> Really glad to hear it. <laughs> we told the podcast that I think we probably have. <laughs> we were talking with somebody about a project, and I said there, there could there'll be like oh we could have loads of visual gags in there, and Andy goes, "That's so funny." <laughs> <laughs> Just thought, and then he realized what he said. <laughs> he realized yeah. that he thought the idea of visual gags being a thing. He found it. Oh, so I'm so hard. glad we could have loads of visual gags in there. That is really making me laugh. <laughs> like, and Andy had almost never been. <laughs> So complimentary and and genuinely enthusiastic about how funny something is. He just went, that's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Visual gags. <laughs> Somebody comes on stage and they say the words "visual gags." I will start. I will piss myself. Like. Andy, like, I didn't even realize how silly of a thing it was that you had said either because I was feeling so good about the compliment of having said something (laughs) that was that funny. (laughs) Oh, thanks, man. I'm glad you like it. Oh, really make it. This this line is, this new line is really working. Visual. I am very complimentary about a lot of funny things that you say that aren't even the concept of visual gags. I oh, think you, you're Andy. perhaps underplaying do, do, do how not. much do, I respond positively. Oh, you respond unbelievably ideas. positively, and I appreciate it, Andy. I just, mm. in the moment, it felt like the greatest compliment yes. I'd ever had and the funniest <laughs> thing I'd ever said. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> Oh, but yes, so once again, it was you stepping in and making it funny by saying something, for once, unintentional. Mm, thank um, you. 
Um, so do you think that four right, touch? So is that? Do you think, think four that's touch the idea. Is, is Emily's that, idea? Of course. Yeah, because yeah, I was I was picturing one other thing where you could like let's say yes. you could like spit on the table and it was like you could have like a like a sensory spit saliva that you could spit and then like you could still sense with it after you left a room. Oh, that'd be really good. What can you sense, though? Is it just the texture of the table, or can um, you sense other things? Yeah, I'm not sure. It would be Is cool if you could see through it, like a crystal ball. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you'd have to, like, okay. stick out your tongue and look at the tip of your tongue, and then you could see. <laughs> and, then you could <laughs> s- <laughs> and then you could see through the spit. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you just have to stand there yeah. cross-eyed. Mm. Like that, looking down. Now, this is horrible, and I'm really sorry, really sorry to suggest this. Yeah. Okay. But off that idea, do you think that it would be a useful skill for a proctologist that you could go to a proctologist? Yeah. They could spit on their finger. Yeah. And then put it up your bum. <laughs> and, then look and then have a look around. <laughs> then look across their, across their eyes and look, and look at, at the tip tongue. of their tongue. <laughs> and they... then see the inside of your rectum. Yeah. I think that they... that's the perfect first application. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, Alistair, well, much like with the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> much like the... Uh, every new media gets used for... Um, pornography and every new projectile gets used for team building exercises do you think every new kind of far-reaching visual technology whether it be a sort of a camera on the end of a stick or a a a spit that can see through time and space using some kind of magic gets employed by the proctology of course um, yeah industrial (laughs) complex andy i just i can't i I can't even contain how funny the image is in my head of a somebody <laughs> bending over a table, a proctologist spitting on his finger, sticking it into somebody's butt, then sticking out his tongue and crossing his eyes and looking down at the tip of his tongue as he like <laughs> ravages around. has a terrible bedside manner. <laughs> this guy. That's how he tells it to you. Oh, oh dear. Oh, man. Oh, what's that? Man? I got some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yuck. Look at my tongue. Can you see that? Can you see that there? I mean, of course it makes sense, right? Like, what are the chances that this magical power, which I assume is randomly given you know, by a freak chance mm. to to an individual, what are the chances that they would also be somebody who has a good bedside manner? You know? That's right, yeah. Um, I mean, we're, There's no reason you know, to think that those two <clears throat> things would go hand in hand. We only get given so much charisma, so much dexterity, so much mm. strength points mm. or whatever like that. And, mm. you know, all of mm. his is just going into the... Uh, 
would that be in the wisdom category? Do you think that would probably make him, you know, a mm. druid or something like that? Feels mm. like it's a move a druid <laughs> would have. <laughs> a rectal exam. Exam. Mm. I mean, the great okay. thing is just introducing this idea in something, and then later on just getting to see the reality of this mm, <laughs> mm. is i don't know yeah sure. it would be a, such a beautiful thing it's kind of almost a, like a, a parody of sci-fi ideas anyway andy i think that that's it i hope that was okay emily that was two ideas we got off of your um, off to, off of your sensory moisture nightmare and i think they both were mm. sensory moisture nightmares um Great. Um, yes, thank you very much, Emily, and thank you for your support on Patreon. Yes, and, and thank to you to all of you for your Patreon. support. And, such, mm. and, al- and also those of you who don't support, thank you for your support from listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't let don't <clears throat> think for a second that just the fact that you don't support us on Patreon is going to stop us from thanking you for your support on Patreon. Support, yes. I we mean, you're, be... you're supporting us through making us tougher, through, <laughs> um, mm. you know, through... <laughs> Us having to, whatever. I don't know. You, you get it. You get yes. what I was trying to. No, make a joke you about. get it. You get it. Fucking whatever. You know, man. Whatever. In the end no, of we just sentence. did an hour of bits. <laughs> Come on, what you expect me to do one right before we do the song? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I'll just go through the sketch ideas. Uh, we got, we got the the, the fucking desk, which is spread eagle. Uh, we got a biscuit tin for your mind. Oh, I was going to start the song. I was I was howling already. Sorry, yeah, you yeah, read you. out something. We got Jim Confessions liposuction. We got the green religion that promotes eternal life of b- burning fossil fuels. We've got mm. team building shooting industry um, mm. that uh, takes advantage of all new weapons and projectile developments, but mm. also allows for a full paint-based war atrocities and a paint hag. Mm. We got mm. Giano's piano lessons, BYO pianos. We got. <laughs> Working class town, but the main industry is an international mm. war crimes court. We got the four touch psychic, and we got mm. the saliva portal used by proctologists, so they cross their eyes <laughs> and look at their tongue. Alistair, what was the thing before? What was the thing <coughs> before the um, projectile one? The paint based. What would, what did you say before that? Um, the you green just religion. Something in my brain, but I the green religion. Oh, okay. Promises no, eternal life. I've forgotten. Yeah. Whatever it was. All right. It's well, let's gone. go to the song. Gandhi Jacko Thank you so much for listening to in the think tank. Um, I hope that that was good for you. We I had a fun time. Yeah, we had a fun time. We got some fun bits in there. Um. <coughs> Check out the 400th episode at some point. We're going to start inviting people on. Yeah. And we'll Guests, start having guesties. possible names of po- possible people that could be on. On the, what hopefully will not be longer than 24 hours. <sighs> oh my god. <coughs> um, <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, I, I've been sick this week, so hopefully that means I get it out of the way. Oh yeah. And I'm no longer sick. And I won't be sick for the 400th episode. Yeah, I love that. I'll be <clears throat> at peak physical condition. Oh, that's right. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to try and go to sleep at least before 10 o'clock the night before. Oh, my God. My brain and will be. We, we 
I love love you. Yeah. Bye. My brain will be. My brain will be. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.